0: Hey, this is Jim. Welcome back to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Today, I've got a guest who lives in Slovakia. His name is Joseph Biz, and he's actually been on the show before a couple years ago. And the last time we heard from him, we'll stick a link in the show notes actually to that episode. But the last time we heard from him, he had just left his full-time job because he was selling about $30,000 a month at the time on Amazon U.S., That's right. He lives in Slovakia and he sells products in the United States. He never sees or touches his products. He uses a prep partner, one of the prep partners in our prep network. We'll stick a free link to that prep network, by the way, in the show notes as well at silentgym.com. Just go to this episode and look for that link. But he's got this amazing business that's grown over the past couple of years. It hasn't been easy. He's had his ups and downs. He shares some of the challenges and some of the struggles he's faced some of the scary moments even. But here we are two years later and he's selling about $150,000 per month at about just under a 20% net, meaning he's putting around twenty-five dollars to $30,000 in the bank after everybody's paid and all the bills are paid. Not a bad business model and he's got a very flexible lifestyle. He's got two little ones at home with his wife and they're just having a great time enjoying this flexible freedom Of this business that they've created. But the thing that stands out to me about Joseph's story is the fact that, again, he's doing it from a foreign country. And anyone, like you've heard us say many times on this show and in our Facebook group, which is free, which just passed 64,000 members, by the way, 64,000 members at our My Silent Team Facebook group, go to silentgym.com. You'll see a link there. You can jump in and join us. Great people like Joseph and others from around the world hang out there all all day, every day. But the thing about it is he lives outside the United States. You hear us say all the time, it doesn't matter where you live. Yes, you're going to have unique challenges and struggles, but you'll also have unique advantages and opportunities based on where you live and based on every other life circumstance that you could easily use as an excuse to not launch your business. But why ignore, why in the world are you ignoring the most successful e-commerce opportunity in the history of man. It's inarguable. The Amazon opportunity represents half of all internet-based transactions any given day in the United States. There's a lot of internet-based activity happening in the US every day. Half of it is on Amazon. That's pretty incredible. Don't ignore it. Joseph in Slovakia isn't ignoring it. He's built an incredible business. He's going to tell you about his business model, tell you about a couple guys that he's brought on, a couple friends of his that are helping him expand the business and how he's sharing the revenue with them. I love that part of his story. And I love his transparency too. And he actually addresses those of you who listen to this show and feel a little intimidated by all the success stories that you're hearing. And maybe you beat yourself up a little bit towards the end of our interview, he's got a special message just for you that he wants to share. And I thought it was fantastic. I loved that segment of the show today as well. So I'm very excited and proud to bring you my only friend in Slovakia. His name is Joseph Biz. I don't think I know anyone else from that country. (laughs) so I've got one friend in Slovakia and now you do too as well as we welcome back to the show, Mr. Joseph. So Joseph, welcome back to the show, man.
1: Thanks, thanks to be on back on the podcast.
0: Yeah, it's great to have you here. Uh, like you said, it's been two years, so a lot's happened. Good just fill it in.
1: A lot of things have have happened since that. Like I said, I watched the video from two years, and I had one baby then. I have two kids now, <laughs> two awesome. and a half and uh, six months now. Two years ago, it was exactly when uh, when I quit my daily job. I remember that because of that, we were able to. Move out of the capital city and move closer to to our parents, where our parents live. So we moved out. We have a new place where we live now in Slovakia, and a lot of things have changed. A lot of ups, up and downs in the business. So it has been an interesting ride those two years so far. <laughs> Basically, um, I still remember two years ago it was we were on the level where we were selling about twenty to thirty thousand a month. And I decided to quit my daily job and just focus on the um, on the online business, basically. And I was doing well for for a few months, and then it was an interesting interesting story that we decided in July that uh, let's go finally on some sunny vacation because I didn't have many vacations before because I was you know working on a daily job and and doing building Amazon business. Right. So we went to Portugal. For a week, and I was I was super happy because I was finally like I'm gonna enjoy this lifestyle, right? Like uh, you know, selling online, uh, I can be anywhere, and you know we're in the Sunny Portugal having uh, having some family time with my family and friends, and I can you know watch and control in like one hour a day what's going on on Amazon and and see how the sales are going, and then right on the first day. <laughs> of our vacation, uh, I woke up and I opened the computer and suddenly I just looked and for no reason, I mean, there no explanation, Amazon decided to block 80% of our products, just like, just blocking, you know, like, like, like inactive, nothing, you know, like no explanation, no, nothing. And I was like, what is going on here? You know, like, like I, I, I couldn't, so I opened a lot of cases, no explanations whatsoever. It was just, we have the right to, <laughs> to just to walk and we,
0: just totally yeah, random. And
1: just, yeah. And we restrict some sellers and that's our right. And you just have to take your products and, and you do whatever we want with them. So suddenly, right on the first day of my vacation, I went, we went from like 30,000 a month down to 10,000. And I was, I was frustrated. I didn't know what to do. I was shocked, and I was like, "Is this really, really happening to me?" And you know, we were trying to find out what is going on, writing on forums, asking friends, and you know, just trying to find out why, because there was no reason, no explanation from Amazon. But we couldn't get any answer. There was, there was, there were some rumors that. Amazon was restricting some products for, for European sellers because we, we were still registered as a European seller on selling on the US, but nobody could confirm that, you know, what was going on. So then I just sat down and I was like, so what, what can we do now? You know, like I went from, you know, down to 10,000 a month, you know, from 30. But, but here's the great thing that you have mentioned on a couple of podcasts is that, once you once you have the skill, once you know, once you master the online arbitrage, and you can analyze the products and you know what's selling, what's not, you can get back pretty fast. Uh, you just you just have to you know find different products, and, and that's that's what I did actually. It took me five months to get back where I was. It just pushed me to go to a different categories, different products that I was not that comfortable with before. Uh, so, and in the end, actually, after six months, Amazon allowed us to sell again those products that he restricted us.
0: Six Happy ending. But still, that doesn't explain why they limited you. Did you ever learn why that limitation was put no, in place?
1: No, no no explanation, nothing. It was just, you know, like we restrict number of sellers on, on these queues and that was it. You know, we, we never found out. Did those products...
0: Did those products that were restricted they did they all have something in common?
1: Well, they were all books uh, that was just you know all what they books. had in common. okay yeah, that, was, that was a book category, but nothing I mean it was strange because there were sellers with less reviews there with, with worse reviews than us and so on. so we didn't know and we never got an explanation or nothing. Hmm. But the thing is that you know I was I, was, I hated Amazon for that. I was like just so mad on them. But in the end, actually, they pushed me to go into categories and products that mm. that I mean brought us later on many more products that we could yeah. sell. And, and after six months, we could still come back, and, and, yeah. and they allowed us to sell uh, those yeah. products that that they restricted. So in the end, it was a good lesson. I hated them at that time for sure, but yeah. it helped in general. Actually, in the end, well,
0: the you know, it, you see that baby bird getting kicked out of the nest analogy in business and in life. I mean, your own kids, there's a degree of that. Like, hey, I love you, but it's time for you to get out and do your own thing. That's a hard lesson. And sometimes it comes in a very unjust way, but it amazes me, Joseph, the number of people that I meet and talk to. And I'm one of them. This was my story. It's been my story at several different points where you get that big, bad, scary news, and it really rattles you. And it makes you question, like, "Wow, am I on the right path?" But then you look mm-hmm. over your shoulder. Six to nine months later, typically, that's about what it takes. Mm-hmm. Six to nine months later, you look over your shoulder and you say, "Wow, what a blessing that was!" <laughs> you know, <laughs> it could be a relationship that ends. You know, you know, mm-hmm. you know, a, a breakup of a, a hard breakup, or a, a job that you lose, or an opportunity on Amazon. You know, just whatever it is—a circumstance that hits you—you you look over your shoulder, like, "Wow, I'm I'm so much stronger now. I'm taking things more seriously now. I'm more disciplined. I'm a better person now." And, like you said, sometimes all of it comes back too, and so you're just all that better. It's you know, biblically, it's the story of Job almost. It's like you know, you get pounded down, and then it all comes back, and that's the, you know, that's life. It's like that sometimes. So, you have the choice. And congratulations to you! You didn't just say, "Oh, forget it, man. This isn't worth it." You stuck with it, and now you're bigger than you were before, and you're doing b- even bigger numbers. And your team has grown, and we're going to get into all of that. But I just want to say congratulations. And there's a little life lesson in there for sure that I think is very valuable.
1: It was, it was a hard one for sure, but oh. in the end, I was like, "Well, that's good because it pushed us to the categories and product that yeah. otherwise we would probably not get into." And yeah, if you per- if you persist, it's just we're a matter so comfortable of time. With
0: it's just a matter of time before it swings yeah. back around, because uh, you know Amazon is worth sticking yeah. around for. Is the moral of this story, and uh, I'm glad you did. Well, I want to hear more about how yeah. how your business has grown and changed despite the speed bump that threw you off track for a, for a short time, and and that all happened a couple of years ago. Is that correct? He said
1: that was right when I you know when I quit my day job. Yeah, it's went so, full time, so took a vacation. So yeah, two yeah, years I went ago. Full-time in like, like March, April, two years ago, and right in July, you know, that, that happened. So, wow. Yeah. But in the end, I mean, it was good that, that I quit my day job at that time, because, because what it happened in July, I didn't have any other choice. I was like, I'm full time. I have to, I have to find a way. There right. was, there's no other way.
0: That's fantastic. So, so, so what are you selling now? And are you still just in the U.S. market, or have you expanded? And tell us about your team. Let's let's dive into we, the rest of the details. We,
1: we we sell a lot of different products still. We don't do any private label. Uh, we still use online arbitrage, but right now we went more into working directly with the brands and you know uh, buying from distributors or brands directly. We sell U.S., uh, Canada, and Mexico as well. Amazon gave us the opportunity to be part of the uh, NARF program, North America Remote Fulfillment. So so our listings are listed to Canada and Mexico as well. So, you know, we see orders from there as well. Uh, we did test some of the products also in Europe, in UK, and in Germany as well. But we still had so much work to do and so many products in US uh, that we didn't, you know, we didn't even have a time and capacity to to build the European part uh, yet. So, but I'm I'm looking for the person one more person to join the team. So hopefully that person will uh, will be able to work on that. So right now we we sell on those mainly on those three markets: U.S., Mexico, and, and Canada. Uh, we sell a lot of different products from different brands. I mean, from home and kitchen groceries. We I mean pet products. Uh, still some books. We I mean we sell a variety of of different products. A lot of I mean. I mean, pretty much anything that that sure. you know makes sense and customers like. You know, so yeah. we don't do any private lab- we don't do any private label because I'm not the product guy. I'm you know when I have somebody in my team that is passionate about creating the creating the product and building and marketing, then maybe I will leave this part on him or her. But uh, right now, we just work directly with brands or distributors or doing online arbitrage, and we just resell basically. So, so that's 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 what we do. Uh, we currently average about $150,000 a month and, and still growing and yeah that's that's where we are standing right now. And
0: just so we don't forget what are your what's your margins what's your ROI on that 150 if you don't mind sharing.
1: In general we make about uh, I would say 18 19 percent profit margin before taxes. So after all the expenses and everything, so it's 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 a little, little bit lower than some people have, but we have products that we sell in more in bigger quantities. So we are okay with with uh, less margin if we sell more pieces. of that. Right.
0: And how many how many listings do you have? How many asins active?
1: I think I think now not more than hundred.
0: Uh, you're a hundred. So you're doing one hundred and fifty k on a hundred asins. That's pretty good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We don't have a lot of asins. That's we went some down high volume asins. But We used to have about 300. Then I wanted to get rid of them because it was so much work and they were bringing very little profit. So we went down to about 100 and so we could focus on them and uh, so we could uh, focus what was actually profiting and was bringing money. So we don't have many SKUs.
0: So you're making over 25, less than $30,000 a month in the bank, basically before taxes on $150,000 of activity on 100 ASINs. And that's after your team is paid.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's all. All the expenses, everything is paid before taxes. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: that that's a nice. That is a nice arrangement. And just to remind everyone, you're doing this from Slovakia, meaning you never touch or see your products. Correct?
1: No, no, no. We're still still laughing with my wife. Like she comes once in a while because she's not involved in a business uh, at all. And she comes once in a while and she asks me, can you show me what are you selling now? (laughs) So... So I show her all the products, and she's asking me, "And what is this for? And what is this for?" You're like, "I don't know." Sometimes, I, but it's got a good. Sometimes art. I tell her, "I I don't know. It's it's in this category, but I I don't actually know."
0: <laughs> right. I've never seen it. I don't even know what it necessarily is used for. No. But
1: yeah, here's the keeper chart, right? Yeah, here's the keeper chart, and it sells. It shows it sells. So we'll see. Right.
0: <laughs> That's beautiful. What a great business and. And uh, how big is your team?
1: Not not that big, actually. I have a, two great guys that work with me here in Slovakia. Both of them are a very good friends of mine, and both of them still have their daily jobs. I was doing this business alone uh, for you know some time, and then I was thinking it would be probably more fun if if we could be you know if we, I could have more people working with me. So we, I spoke with them, and you know we found an, an arrangement that we share a profit from. The products that uh, they find and we sell, and we work on those projects or, or on those accounts together, but we split the profit certain way. Uh, so, so they make their money, and I make mean, uh, the money as well.
0: Talk and, me, but talk the, me through that arrangement a little bit. I want to hear some of the numbers. What percent they get? So, so they correct me if I'm wrong, but they're finding new asins, right?
1: Pretty much, their their job or how we arranged it, it was that that. I will teach, I told them, I will teach you all this like how to find the products, what to look for on, on keep a chart. Uh, I will help you to, to learn how to list the products and everything. So you are able to find the products or, or companies later that we could work with. And you know, when we buy, I you will send me those products. I will see, I will look and tell you this will sell or this will not sell based on my experience. And uh, we buy the products. You know everything runs under my account, okay, and and we use all the softwares that that are already paid in the company and everything, so they don't have to worry about softwares, accounting, uh, insurance, nothing, right? And and we actually split the profit fifty fifty. So so After in, in the end, actually, they in the end they actually make more money than what's left for the company because we cover all the expenses, you know, for the okay. software and uh, and everything, but. So it's 50-50 before
0: want... expenses even calculated. Yes. They get half of the money Amazon sends you for any given... You know, issue. No, we
1: calculate the profit, uh, you know, in the end of the, each month. Sure. We calculate the, after pro- expense, the profit after for, the for, for each product. Yeah. 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 We deduct the product cost and the cost for the prep company, you know, for the shipping. And we see what's the profit and then we split it
0: 50-50. Right. You know. Right. So... Actually, if you were to factor in the other expenses, they should be getting like 35 or 40% maybe because like you said, software, insurance, all the other expenses that you're absorbing. But that's a great deal. And I think a lot of people are going to be intrigued by how you're doing it because a lot of people want to grow a team. They want to get people out there working with them, but they don't necessarily want to create competitors in the area. Mm -hmm. This is a good way to work with some friends, bring them in part-time. They can work as much as they want or as little as they want. Create an income stream for themselves, and you're just the one that educates them. And you've gone through all the the hard knocks of getting the account set up, and getting the category approval, and getting your hazmat certification or whatever is involved, right? And all they have to do is find new Aces.
1: Yeah, and and also like you know if you have if you want to have like like this case, I mean the last case we were able to uh, partner with one uh, big account, you know that they have let's say 30 SKUs. And each queues, you know, easily sells 80 to, uh, no, 60 to 80 pieces uh, a month. So there is a big volume there. But that company would never work with the smaller seller. They were asking me for the, you know, like the proof, the, the accounting papers, the balance sheet, profit and loss uh, statement to see if we have the money, if we don't have any debt, you know, and so on. So, and we were able to work with them. You know, now, now we work with them and we still split the profit. But if if there was no company behind you know with already some proven record on Amazon reviews and so on, they would not be able to to sign those companies you know or sign this company. so they would have to start from the beginning. but I told them both like anytime you guys decide to to go away, you can freely do it with I mean we can still be friends you can start your own business if you want. I mean just products that we were working on, till now in the business will stay here, you know, because, you know, we were working on them under the company. So they will stay here. But if you, if you want to take the skills you have and just start your own business on Amazon, just do it. I mean, like, feel free to do it anytime you want. So I gave them the option, like we can work on together on the projects. You will have the backup and the software and the money, and and all the, those benefits, or you can go ahead and if you feel like you want to use that for your own business, we can still do it.
0: Yeah, and you're using your money to buy the products, correct?
1: Well, they they help in some cases. You know, we found okay. we if if that was a bigger deal, we agreed that they will kind of you know borrow the money to the company and they will just sit there until we work together. You know, once right. they decide to leave you know they will get the money back
0: they take some yeah. of the risk on the inventory buys then on the product yeah, yeah. so that makes total it's sense good. it's
1: good to have you know step or your feet in uh, in the business as well you yeah. feel like you
0: know, yeah they you have they business. have a little bit of you're sharing the risk a little bit with them yeah so they've absorbed some of that that's fantastic i love it That's yeah. a beautiful model all kinds of potential i'm sitting here thinking of are there any good reasons why you wouldn't want to do what you just described and I'm keeping in mind too you're doing this from Slovakia like and you're selling in the United States. I'm imagining about 80 90% of your sales even though you go Canada and Mexico, 80 to 90% in the US, correct?
1: I would say 90 are in US.
0: Okay. Still. just off the top of my head I was doing some quick but yeah. so you're Even selling- maybe 95
1: are in US. I would yeah. say that maybe 5% are like Canada and Mexico. Yeah.
0: Sure. Sure. And, but you're doing it from Slovakia with a team of friends who live locally and you've taught them how to source online. You send your products to a prep partner. And how many prep partners do you use? Just one, or do you have a handful?
1: We, on, we only have one. That one you know, worked for us well for some time now, but uh, since we have direct accounts now, we are able to work with them and they ship products, some of the products directly to Amazon warehouses. So, okay. Um, so
0: you've gone to some of your distributors, wholesalers on some of your more popular products and said, hey, will you slap a label on the boxes and don't ship them to me, ship them to Amazon? No,
1: we don't let them do the job. We let the Amazon to label the product, the products. Ah, okay. We just, we just asked them to put the shipping. We wanted to make it as much simple for them as possible because sure. they, want, they don't want to have the extra work. Yeah. So we told them put the boxes here or put the boxes on the pallet just put this label on the boxes and just ship it right and we let amazon mm-hmm. to label the products
0: has that worked out well for you i don't talk to many sellers i know a good handful in our community do this but i haven't talked to a lot lately who have amazon doing the prep for them is that going well
1: so far it does i mean it takes i mean a little bit more time because you know they receive the products they label of course they make some mistakes, you know, like they put the wrong label. So we, we had to like, I think once we had to take back to the prep center, the products and relabel ourselves and so on. But we think about how much cost we save by, you know, sending, you know, to the, to the prep center and sending back to Amazon. If we can ship directly from the supplier to Amazon and, and they label it for a small fee, it's a big, big cost saver. I mean, but yeah. I mean we use prep center as well a lot for because some of the distributors come and say like no we have our system and we will not be using your labels, we just want to use our labels right. and they will not change it, you know. Sure. So we have to we have to ship it to the prep center and prep center has to right. ship it to so to the, the products
0: office. getting shipped more more than, than would be necessary if, if you could go straight to Amazon.
1: Yeah, that, so that, that's uh, exactly, but they don't want to
0: change their system. Right, so that makes that makes sense, that makes sense. Maybe as you get more volume, you'll have a little more leverage. Maybe you can fly to America and talk to them, or wherever you're sourcing from. <laughs> like, hey guys, and come on, work with me. Still,
1: but it still helps a lot. We still use a lot the the prep center because we, like I said, we still source online arbitrage products. There are still distributors that don't want to ship it directly to Amazon and different reasons. Uh, so we have one prep center. Um, that we need for And they also fulfill our direct orders if we need. So that's good.
0: You know, like, so you're doing some FBM with them as well?
1: We've, we've done that as well, yes. Yeah, merchant and, fulfill. Uh, now, now with one of the brand that we work with, we are gonna test uh, a new product and we don't want them to ship to the customers. So we ask them to ship it to the prep center. And we will, we will also sell on the Walmart marketplace as well. We started uh, a few months ago. So we list it there, and we will we'll let the prep center to, to ship it to the customers as well. So
0: That's fantastic! I love it. So you're you're getting into Walmart now too. I didn't realize that. How's that going?
1: Very well, actually. We we started only with one brand uh, because that brand was doing very well on uh, on the on the Amazon, and we worked directly with them. So we were thinking, let's open the Walmart. Let's create uh, you know the listings for them. On, on Walmart and let's see how it goes and because it was doing well on Amazon I mean logically there were some pieces starting to sell on Walmart as well so it's been it's been pretty good pretty good yeah, slow start but once you know people got used to it they were they were buying it on Walmart as well
0: that's that's a really good arrangement so so tell me I want to dig into that relationship a little bit this company are you the only seller that they're working with?
1: Uh, no, not on Amazon. We are we are actually two, two of us. There's two of you. There. The two of two of us. Yes. Yes. Yeah. They, but on Walmart, we are the only we are the only one, actually.
0: Are they limiting it, it to it, just you and the other the other uh, seller? Are they open sorry? to other sellers? I'm I'm just curious uh, uh, how protected it, it, your relationship is.
1: Yeah, it it, it was in, with this one, it was very interesting because we started uh, to buy the products using online arbitrage. You know, so buying and, and just reselling. And then uh, then I kind of forced my friend, the one that worked with me, like write them to that. We want to work with them directly. And he was kind of hesitant, you know, like, ah, it's OK no, but I forced him. So so he did. But uh, if I remember correctly, he actually wrote them that that we buy from their website, <laughs> and and they get back to us, and they were very angry <laughs> actually that we that we that we do that you know because they, for they don't like it you know for, for some reason, but in the end you know we were we started to talk and you know to see where where they sell and so on. He told us that they already have a partner on Amazon and so on, but but we saw that they have different sellers there uh, on amazon so we asked them so how about we sell your products on walmart marketplace and he said okay like if we want to sell walmart then then fine but in the end we agreed like okay well then let's do this let's do walmart and amazon uh, at the same time you know we will we will have products in in amazon and selling on walmart so in the end we we end up partnering and and selling on both you know like walmart and amazon
0: well. That's great. And and there's really, you know, there's a lot of noise in the marketplace that says if a brand doesn't want you selling on Amazon, they could stop you. And while that's true, sometimes the vast majority of the time, it's just not true. They don't have the resources or the time or the, and the law is not even actually on their side. Amazon's rules aren't even necessarily on the side of the brand. In some cases, it's not worth the hassle and we actually teach yeah. our students if if the brand is selling its own product on Amazon you probably want to stay away from it because they'll make your life miserable but a lot of times it's just a matter of you pick up the phone build a little relationship and say hey you know we'll protect your map pricing minimum advertised pricing you know we'll protect it we're not going to go into the basement we're going to create a great customer experience we'd love to be able to sell your products here and and there's a good number of things. Have you been through the PPP module by any chance inside the Proven Amazon course? Do you know what I'm talking
1: about there, Joseph? Yeah, a yeah, long time ago, but yeah, I went it's through been, it. It's yeah. been
0: updated recently since you probably went through it. Uh, mm-hmm. There's about 15 things that you could tell your supplier, things that you could do for them that they just can't do for themselves. They could bring value yeah. to where they're going to love working with you. And one of the things you could do is say, hey, you know what? Let's set you up on Amazon. You sell all the products yourself on Amazon. The check comes straight to you. And I just get a percent of that check. And I want to really help it blow up. I'm going to talk about the marketing and the images, get some off Amazon traffic coming to your listings, get them boosted. Mm-hmm. The, and now you've kind of got part ownership of another Amazon account. You're diversifying. That's the strategy there. I think you're set up very well to possibly pitch that option too. This company, we have
1: we have already one, uh, or actually few. Uh, one is in uh, here in Europe as well. That they, they wanted to get on the on the UK market. That got little little complicated because of the Brexit and because sure. of the uh, VAT registrations. So yes. we changed it to to the German uh, German market, uh, and we have a few actually that we are trying to work on, but. I'll, I'll get back to one of the things that you mentioned that the brand uh, can stop you selling on Amazon because the only uh, we, we had a lot of uh, times the situation where I mean, we received the IP complaints from the brands directly. And that was that, that was I mean one of the one of the story that I have is that we started to buy from a distributor and so officially from a distributor that has a official products, and I was, I didn't know at that time, but I ordered, let's say already, like right away, $2,000 worth, worth of products. Right on the first day, I received an IP complaint and uh, from a brand. So I gave the and all the papers and everything, IP, com, IP complaint was removed. Another day, same IP complaint. So I, I tried to contact the brand and everything. They never responded, nothing, you know, so it was removed again. Again, the IP complaint. So it was it was really hard. They just wanted to get us out. Didn't want to talk to us at all, you know. So we even we even hired a, um, a lawyer that is specializing in this to write a paper uh, to that brand. They didn't even respond to that at all. So in the end, it was hard because we had to lose the product and you know return to the distributor that was trying to help us, but they charged us restocking fee, and it, it was hard for like six months. But in the end. Well, our relationship with that distributor is very good now because he's a good guy. We we had that mess together because he was not able to work this thing with uh, with the brand. I asked him for help with the brand. They didn't want to talk to him. So, but now I still buy the products from him, and we are good friends. You know, buying other products. So- You buy
0: different products. Yeah, different products. You, you will run into those products. You know, there's a few categories that kind of have that reputation, a few brand names that have that yeah. reputation. Typically yeah. the bigger brand names, more well-recognized. But I had the
1: chance with aspect. this, to find out with this distributor that he's a good guy and he just want to do a business. Now we do a good business together. I still buy different mm-hmm. products with him. And he see that we, are, we were a serious company. We didn't want to do nothing bad, nothing wrong. So again, you know, good thing comes out from this, you know, even though. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, it, you know, relationships, you know, you've got a new relationship. You kind of got, you went through a struggle together and you sent back $2,000 with a product and he had to charge you a restocking fee. There's back and forth challenge there. But in the end, you've got a new friend and, and partner in the business that you can work with. And, you know, yeah. he knows you're honest, you know, he's honest. And, and that's worth a lot. Is he, is this a US-based or was this one of the, this is one of the UK guys? Wasn't? No,
1: it's US-based, yeah. U.S. based. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, well, that's great. But what else can you share from uh, from your story and what you've learned the last couple of years? I think this is a very encouraging story. You You do it so naturally and you've just kind of overcome the hurdles as they've come at you. But one of the questions we get around here, Joseph, constantly, I would say not quite daily, but pretty close to it because we have thousands of students, right? They'll say, well, this is great if you live in the United States. The stuff you teach is great, Jim, if you live in the U.S. But if you live outside of the United States, it just can't be done. And Mm -hmm. I start rattling off the names of people and you're on that list that are building incredible businesses. You're doing $150,000 a month in sales, 90% of which is in the U.S. You never see or touch your products, right? So let's give those people some confidence that live other places around the world that they can do this.
1: If we speak about like European people or outside the. US people, I mean, of course there are some, some ch- challenges that people living in the US don't have. I mean like that's logical. They mainly come from uh, technical issues, you know like uh, not having the US billing address on the cards and the websites, you know some of the websites then they don't accept that. you know then um, also like the accounting is a little bit of mess. Uh, because it's European, U.S. And, and other things. So there are some challenges because I had act- in, in the past few months, I had a lot of people writing me on Facebook and asking me like how to deal with the prep center, how to deal with the card, credit card, debit card, how to deal with the banking and, and, and you know, other, other things. So there are those technical challenges that we just have to accept them and find a way how to work with them. Until you start making profit and you decide to you know open an entity in US, which makes sense later on, uh, that's what I did. I was running everything on my on my European you know address and name and everything for about two and a half years, almost three years. And then you know I opened the the corporation in US. and then we moved everything under the US corporation which was uh, which, which made sense at that time already because we were making profit and, and uh, money. But if I decided to do that at the beginning, I would get stuck you know with opening the company and finding way, you know finding like how does this work in the US? And I don't even know how to make profit and I, I have to you know now find a way how to run the company, or, you know accounting and other things uh, in the US. So, There are some of those technical challenges that uh, we have to overcome because we are not in the US, but it's not something that I think it's all, uh, we can solve all those issues or we can find a way around them. My brother is also selling on Amazon uh, from Slovakia as well. And uh, he doesn't have an entity in the US yet now. And and he's able to to do online arbitrage and uh, buy products from different websites. And when I ask him like, how how is he doing? He always says, "Like, yeah, there are some websites that that don't accept the right cards, or or you know there are some other issues." And hey, I just go to and find other website that does. Right, sure.
0: And now that you have a prep partner, do you ever have them place orders for
1: you? Uh, Place orders. What do you mean by placing? To
0: place an order, order? like in the U.S., if they said, "Oh, we see you're from Slovakia and you're trying to order from a U.S. Mm -hmm. manufacturer," could you have your your prep partner placed the order for you? Or have you ever had to do anything creative like that to get an order placed?
1: No, no, I didn't have to. No.
0: Never had to. No. See, I'm not as familiar with those challenges that come with living in the U.S. <laughs> my operations right okay. here, right?
1: I, I had to, I had to overcome them. So I am. Yeah. That's why people are writing to me because sure. you know, it's well, we, logical. If you're in U.S., I mean, you, you are not aware of those challenges, but there are those challenges, especially with, you know, like the card and the billing address, because people people don't know how to yet find the products, and if you limit them number of websites that they can buy, it's it's also a little bit more frustrating, it's frustrating for them.
0: Sure, you know yeah, what I think so, we need to do, Joseph. I, this this podcast has grown considerably since the last time you were on. And I'm a little mm-hmm. nervous now. Your inbox is going to be flooded, <laughs> <laughs> and please don't feel obligated. To respond to all those messages, because I know you've got a big heart, but nobody has that kind of time in their day, but we need to organize a way to get you on the team in some advisory capacity or as a coach or a coach advisor of some kind. And, you know, because you're among a handful of guys that have really kind of grown up with us over the years. And have grown a pretty special business outside of the United States, selling in the United States, and and we rely very heavily on the knowledge that's in your head, the problems you've already solved, you know. And rather yeah. than responding to people one at a time, you know, let's package that up somehow. Maybe create a course or some content or something together. And yeah, um, what else do you want to share with uh, the listeners? Anything else on your mind before we start to wrap this one up?
1: Let me see my notes because I was just writing yesterday. Like you know, like what's changed in those two years? Yeah, sure. <laughs> and, I, and I put some put some notes here. There is a lot of things you know that's gonna happen uh, or that happened to us as well on the road uh, during those two years. But one thing that I I started to see uh, between people I and mean, in a group as well is that for a lot of people sharing the success stories of people that started to make money very quickly on Amazon is is very frustrating and they're kind of you know they don't command and they they just start to question themselves like what am I doing wrong if that person started to sell twenty thirty thousand dollars a month uh, in like three months or four months and they struggle with finding like one or two products to resell great topic
0: yeah what would you say to those folks who are struggling because you know they see all the success stories but they know they're not I remember
1: the time uh, Two years ago, in the on the podcast, I mentioned to you that I used to sell books door to door in US mm-hmm. uh, for five years, and right. um, there was there was one great lesson that they taught us there, and that's like they used to say that comparison is a thief of joy, you know, like because there is always somebody is going to be doing better than you, and somebody's going to do you know worse than you, but if you if you look at the people that you know just those people that are doing better and better than you and you you kind of compare yourself it's always it's gonna it's gonna steal the happiness from the improvement that you that you're making if you're working on your on your job i always say like i didn't make almost any money on amazon for two years i was just selling you know made some money lost some money and so on so i would just suggest to people to to yeah look at the success stories and people that do well but just don't compare with them because everybody has a different background, different time capacity, different experience. Uh, you know, everything is different. So learn from them, but don't be frustrated when somebody is doing better than you just, you know, compete yours, with yourself and just make it a little better every day than, you know, than the day before, but just don't, you know, just, it just needs persistence and just to work step by step. But, don't, don't be hard on yourself if you're not selling $100,000 a month, your second month.
0: You know, I, on I, I totally agree. I, I'm a big fan of the message of the tortoise and the hare too. You know, slow and steady progress in the right direction. I'm much more interested in your trajectory than I am in your speed or location.
1: Yeah.
0: Does that make sense? The direction mm-hmm. you're heading, even if it's slow. What direction are you heading in? That's what matters. Not how fast you're going or where you are right now. And when you start comparing yourself to people who maybe went a little faster and started a little longer ago than you did, or maybe they they just started a couple months ago and they passed you already. Well, you just don't know their circumstances, their relationships. They've got some sources maybe you don't have accessible to you, or maybe they're just out hustling you. But I love your message of learn from them. Don't be discouraged by that. What can I learn from that person? Can I be inspired by that person? I certainly don't want to compare myself though and say, well, they're doing so much better. I guess I'm a, I'm a failure because then you're allowing other people's success to be a source of discouragement for you. And that's not a good place to be at all. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's that, a bad yeah, place sure. to be. I only want to spend time with people who are achieving less than me in life, <laughs> is what you're saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. you don't want to be there.
1: <laughs> no, 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 for sure not. But, you know, it's it's hard to, you know, your mind is sometimes going against you. So, but, you know, you just have to understand that if you are not there yet and other people are there where you want to be, it just takes some time and, and persistence. You know, don't, don't get frustrated or you're not wrong or bad, or it's just, it just takes some time for things to click for you. And everybody has a different, different speed, level and everything. Yeah. You know, so. Patience. So I just want. I just want to encourage people not to to be hard on them.
0: (laughs) That's great. I love it, Joseph. Very well said. It's a great thing to to add into this episode, for sure. Uh, Because you'd be one of those intimidating figures to some people. I love that you said you spent significant time not making money and learning the business. And and you had Amazon turn off two-thirds of your products randomly <laughs> the first day yeah. of your first vacation I well. wish you would have <laughs> called me uh, I, or, or let me know we would have done whatever we could to help you and it, like we do for all of our our coaching students and our community as much as we can we're here man but yeah those weird things can happen but that's comes with as being a business do. owner that's the part they don't tell you you know it's like hey you know you're you're out there and responsible for this whole thing there's a lot of little things that can go wrong um, that's why I call people business building warriors when they choose to go down this path. <laughs> it's, you yeah. need a warrior's <laughs> mentality, you really do. But the rewards are worth it. Would you say
1: they are? They are for sure. I mean, it, it's the time that you can spend. With, you know, you can decide where and how you want to spend your time. I think it's. The, I mean, the biggest benefit. Like, I mean, it's not easy. You have to work on it, but the benefits are. I mean, just great. I, I would. I mean it didn't never came to my mind like I want to go back to to the to the regular job now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doesn't matter how frustrating it was or you know how many issues we had or so I was like never like oh I want to go back to the daily job now.
0: Right. <laughs> right. I bet your income has gone up considerably since then as well.
1: Well, it, it did, but um for me, I mean, of course we are, you know, there are different types of people. For me, I never started this business to you know, in this mind, with, with this idea in mind, like, okay, I'm gonna build like huge, you know, business corporation oh, with many people making millions. I'm actually, I started the business to enjoy the business as well. So we grow, we make good money. I, we are happy with the money we make. And we still will grow because we will work on the business. And as long as we work, we will grow. So, uh, but we are not pushing like, oh, we need 10 more clients till, you know, end of the, you know, like, this month or why we are not having such an increase and, and so on. No, I mean as long as we are doing better than we were doing, um, I'm okay. You know, which we, we yeah. also want to enjoy the business. You
0: yeah, know, this that's time. great. And yeah, you gotta, you, you gotta, gotta be in hour a growth mindset, but you don't have to be in a you know constantly conquering massive new goals every quarter mindset. You know, there's a difference in there. I love the pace. Yeah. You know, pace yeah. is a word we don't use very often in business, but mm-hmm. you've got a nice pace. To your business model and you've proven yourself over the long haul with the challenges you've surrounded yourself with a team you're you're hitting it every day but you're not working yourself into the ground you're staying healthy and enjoying your family so great job man it's really good that, that, that was
1: you. the plan that was the plan yeah you know, to build something that we could also enjoy because i hated those my jobs where there was so much pressure on on targets and and making more money and making more money and making more money. And we are making money. But if people ask me like, like, are you like, like how is the work? I'm like, work is great. I mean, we don't, we don't push like we are not working 20 hours a day and, you know, going crazy. No, we work, we improve. And as long as we work, we will have, you know, better, better results. Yeah, that's, that's what I. Think. That's great.
0: Well, anything else on your notepad that you wanted to be sure to get out before we uh, start to wrap this one up, Joseph?
1: Uh, no, I think I mean the, that comparison uh, was was the one thing that I wanted to mention for sure. Time will uh, because spent. because that's the, the the mindset thing is very important in this business because you're going to do well, but you're going to have have the issues as well. So just just you know just be persistent and it's it's going to be okay. Yeah, and
0: do well. yeah, it, it is. Every challenge you run into will resolve. You know, one of the, you know, maybe this is a time, it's been a while since I talked about this issue, but you hear the stories of accounts being suspended or mm-hmm. you know, people losing their business. Oh, no, this is terrible. Well, I know industry experts. I've talked to the people at Amazon in this department way over 95%, probably more like 98 or 99% of all accounts that get suspended get reinstated. It's just a mm-hmm. matter of time. And what they're doing is Amazon's blocking thousands, at the point I talked to them they were saying tens of thousands of scam accounts that have been set up and they're they're blocking them all day every day trying to keep the user experience viable right and sometimes the good guys get caught in the net and it takes a little time to get them out and that's okay you know we that's just part of it but it's certainly no reason to say oh I can't do Amazon because I could get it suspended no the permanent suspensions I can count on one hand the number of permanent suspensions I've seen teaching this stuff for 12 15 years and with thousands and thousands of students it just doesn't happen and in the cases where it did happen, they just kind of gave up and like, ah, I'm done with this. You know, Amazon asked them for some documents and they said, I, I don't even want to mess with it. Well, that's why you didn't get reinstated because you didn't go through the process. So what the point is, like you said earlier, when you lost 60, 70% of your ASINs and overnight, and Amazon said, nope, you can't sell this stuff anymore. Eventually, it comes around. There's a way around it, through it, over it, under it. If you got a team, if you got some creativity, if you've got the stomach for it, you'll get past it. You'll be okay. And that's what you mm-hmm. just It'll be okay. It will be. You just got to stick with it be persistent. So I appreciate that's your heart great. and your attitude, man.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: It's a pleasure working with you. We're going to figure out a way to, to plug you in a little bit more around here, I think. You're going to be a very popular guy after this episode. So <laughs> <laughs> eager to see, see where that. this goes. <laughs> but uh, let me just talk to the listeners for a second, Joseph, and say, hey, thank you all for hanging out with Joseph and I today, my buddy in Slovakia. I think I have a total of one friend in Slovakia, and it's this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anyone else from Slovakia, yeah. so I haven't even haven't even met your wife yet. Oh, you'll have, wife we'll and have kids.
1: more as we bring more into business. Then we will have
0: more. <laughs> sure, and, but uh, but it's just super cool having you around, man, and, and having all the listeners hanging out with us today and the viewers. If you don't mind, uh, if you enjoyed Joseph today, give us a thumbs up, leave us a review on whatever podcast listening apps that you're using. Or if you're on YouTube, you know what to do, follow us and all of that. We sure appreciate that because our marketing budget for this show is a big fat $0. So the only way we get new listeners is from you sharing this with other people. So send your friends to silentgym.com. Tell them to check out that podcast, subscribe, And we'll keep hitting you with these great inspirational stories. But like Joseph said, don't let it discourage you when you see other people succeeding. Learn from those people, be inspired by them and and set a course to be where they are someday on your own plan and in your own time, of course. But set a course, set that trajectory. I think that was some good stuff today on on that topic. So God bless all the business building warriors and you, Joseph. Thank you, sir, for being here. Thank you. Thank you pleasure seeing you again. We'll have you back again soon with another update, I'm sure. And uh, we'll have another episode for all the listeners and viewers again real soon as well. Until then, thanks for watching.
1: Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentjim.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.